To my adoration family, I am excited tonight to do this special broadcast featuring the Great Commission Ministry of Colonial Baptist Church. I pray that you enjoy the proceedings and that you have an opportunity to attend the Missions Conference on the dates March 8th through March 10th. It's going to be a great time in the Lord as they celebrate the 25th anniversary of giving missionaries the opportunity to share, exposing the importance of missions, and to encourage those that are ready, willing, and able to go on mission trips. God bless you all. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page.
right. So let me just uh, loosen up everybody. Everybody feeling good? Yeah, we're doing all Excellent. right. Excellent. Okay. All right. Look, look. Let, before we even officially start, let's just give a hand clap of praise. Yeah. Amen. God is Thank good. you, Lord. He is Amen. worthy. Thank you. Amen. Our God yeah. is an awesome God. Amen. And today, I believe, I just simply believe that he is still in the blessing business. Amen. Yeah. They have a song that just says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Sister yeah. Florence, are you going into the house of the Lord? Amen. All right. Definitely. Come on. Sister you going into the house of the Lord? Amen. All right. All right. Okay. See, I told you, uh, Brother Clarence, we are going to be free tonight. Are you going into the house of the Lord? Amen, amen, brother. <laughs> All right, and we got Reverend Sister bringing up the rear. You coming in? You coming along with us? And to the house of the Lord, I was glad when they said. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. my. Amen. Well, with that said, um, welcome to this special edition of Adoration. I'm your host, Mac, and. Tonight, as we have done every year, we have featured the beautiful people of Colonial Baptist Church, specifically the GCM, as they call themselves, the Great Commission Ministry. And every year, as we have shared different types of people that have come on from that ministry, we have always put our focus on the three-day conference that they sponsor in Randallstown, Maryland. Yeah. And this year, they tell me, and you guys can chime in even right now, they tell me somehow this is a special year. That's yeah. right. That's okay. right. Okay. Now, now, I'm all the way in Guatemala, but you know, word on the street went out that Somehow or another, I believe that we are a quarter of a century into this thing. The big two five. Two five. Well, I, I tell you, that is worthy of celebration. And Amen. honestly, I'm just so happy to be able to be a part of this. I believe I've actually been a part of what has been going on through the missions conference I believe since 2011. Mm -hmm. So this is incredible that I went from just being a participating missionary to somehow uh, doing what we're doing tonight. Amen. Which is to, yeah, which is to really just put the spotlight on Colonial on its 25th anniversary of the Great Commission Ministry where over the years, you guys have had a plethora of missionaries and other important people in ministry that have come forth to share their gifts, to share their talents, to share the anointing that has been placed on their ministries. And I want to, before we actually get into what it's going to look like this year, I would be really losing my manners if I didn't 
individually introduce each and every one of you. So we will start uh, with Sister Florence Carter, who we are graced to have with us tonight. Yeah. And, and then uh, following her is our wonderful Sister Tanya Yancey, incredible woman of God. And <laughs> tonight, my goodness, we have a real special person. I'm not going to tell you right now why he's special, but um, this young man is critical for the GCM, but also for things happening in my life, and that is none other than Brother Clarence Smith. And, you know, we would be doing a horrible disservice not to acknowledge the one who has been given the leadership and overseeingship of the GCM and one Reverend Cecil Cunningham. GCM, welcome to Adoration. We are so glad to have you with us. It is so good to see everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Mac. Great Amen. to be here. Amen. Amen. So we are not going to waste any time. Um, Reverend Cecil, I want you, if you don't mind, um, if you would not only lift up a word of prayer for our session tonight, but to also then go into the, you know, general specifics of what the GCM is all about, what this conference is all about, and why we should want to attend. Amen. Uh, thank you uh, so much again, uh, Brother Mac, for uh, for the opportunity to be uh, to be with you in this format. Um, I, I believe that it's uh, probably um, I don't know maybe five years, maybe six years or so that that we've been uh, uh, blessed with this opportunity. And so we just want to start out by thanking you um, for for this uh, wonderful opportunity. And um, uh, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about that as as we go on. But let's open up with a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity that you allow us, oh Lord God, to uh, to, to be able to share uh, the good news of Jesus Christ uh, that is flowing through a Colonial Baptist Church and its missions uh, uh, activities and its missions conference. Uh, we thank you, Lord God, for uh, the presence of your spirit that continues to guide us, uh, direct us, oh Lord Jesus, and uh, and to keep us. Uh, in all of our ways. Lord, we know that we are being kept by you, not by ourselves, but we are being kept by you and, and your spirit, oh Lord Jesus. And we thank you uh, for allowing us to be able to walk this journey along with you and to join you in this great ministry of reconciling men, women, boys, and girls to Christ. Uh, God, as we come together tonight, we just pray that uh, all that we say tonight, all that we do, uh, oh, Lord God, and, and, and all that is done tonight will glorify you and lift you up in Christ Jesus. We thank you for those who are who are here and are participating uh, in, in our time together tonight. Uh, we thank you, Lord God, for those that may be coming on, like Myra. We, we certainly pray that there might be that opportunity for her to join us. And then we thank you, Lord Jesus, for those whose ears will hear and uh, perhaps whose hearts might be touched in some way. Uh, that they might be drawn uh, closer to your bleeding side. We give you honor tonight, Lord Jesus, for all that you're doing in our lives. 
And we pray uh, this prayer in the precious and awesome name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. For it's in his name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, again, thank you, Brother Mac. And um, hey, as we as we start our time together tonight, I'd like to read a very uh, familiar passage of scripture uh, from Acts 1-8. Most of you could probably uh, recite that by uh, by by heart, uh, but I'm just going to read it. And Acts 1 8 says that, but ye shall receive power. Uh, after that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Um, that simply describes why we do missions. Because uh, uh, God has given us that, that power um, through the power of his Holy Spirit as we came to him. Um, and uh, he implores us at that point to become witnesses in uh, our local community, um, in um, um, our states, in our, our homes, of course, and throughout the world, he says, through the uttermost parts of the world. And that's uh, really why we do what we do. Um, uh, in, in order to reach uh, uh, people at home, uh, Brother Mac, uh, and to reach those uh, throughout the course of uh, um, the course of this this earth, so uh, we are just uh, absolutely uh, delighted and just uh, uh, thrilled that God has chosen us and allow us to be able to do what we do in uh, in reaching losses for Christ. Uh, and that leads me to our. Um, our missions uh, conference this year, this 25th missions conference. And um, this 25th missions conference, we have a, a theme of um, a heart for the harvest. And uh, that that theme is, uh, based, is undergirded by our church's uh, um, a theme verse, which is from uh, John 15, 16, and, and 17. And again, that's probably one of those that most of us can recite by heart at least every colonial member <laughs> at least every colonial member uh, knows that's by heart we're not going to challenge anybody tonight but uh, every every colonial member knows this scripture by heart and uh, uh it, it just simply says that you did not choose me when mm -hmm. i chose you and appointed you to go and to bear fruit fruit that will last then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, that you love one another. Yeah. That, uh, that verse of scripture uh, describes uh, the Great Commission and the Great Commandment, all wrapped up into one. Amen. Uh, Amen. So we're, we're just um, uh, uh, here in hopes of being able to, um, um, to show our love for Christ and our love for his people. By uh, by going and by loving, um, and so that's that's why we that's why we do what we do. So we we are looking forward to a great um, a great missions conference, this twenty fifth missions conference uh, um, that that began as a result of a vision by our a pastor, Dr. Robert Anderson Jr., uh, who is who is in the building with us tonight with with me anyway. I'm actually at the church. Okay. Uh, and conducting our, uh, our Wednesday night Bible study, which is something that he does uh, very, 
uh, very efficiently, and uh, we all love how he um, how he he teaches a, a Bible study for us and leads us in prayer. Um, so we are here uh, doing our 25th annual missions conference that's March 8th through the 10th of this year. Uh, there are a lot of details. We have a lot of uh, different um, um, uh, participants this year. Of course, we're looking forward to uh, to you, uh, Brother Mac, and, uh, um, and and Sister Myra being with us again um, this year. And so we're looking forward to a lot, lot of uh, a lot of exciting workshops. Uh, that'll take place. We're looking forward to a, a great time on on that Friday night with our youth. Um, Sister Tanya will tell us a little bit more, you know, about those things. Um, but that's kind of kind of sets the stage for uh, for this very exciting time that we're looking forward to having uh, in Christ. Amen. 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 You know, while I have you, Reverend Cecil, um, and just for our audience. Um, can you just briefly go over how important missions is to Colonial, to the GCM? Well, um, uh, Colonial was was um, um, actually birthed as a as a missions entity, you know, as a missions uh, a church, um, and um, so it's been in the, in Colonial's DNA. You know, and uh, from the from the, the the very start, and then uh, when Colonial uh, moved to its current location, and and we, uh, Dr. Anderson became a, a pastor, uh, he was even more mission focused, and uh, and began a um, a missions ministry uh, that you'll talk about more uh, <laughs> a little bit with uh, with our, our special guest tonight. Um, and so, so missions has been a, a very important uh, component of Colonial and what it does. And we've actually expanded the the the, the missions uh, ministry at Colonial. Uh, a lot of folks, when they think of uh, missions at Colonial, they they think of the missions conference only. But there's several components to our missions ministry at Colonial. One, uh, of course, we do have the, the the missions conference that we we have annually, right? We have a missions conference planning team. Uh, that does uh, uh, that's involved with uh, with planning that event, and and we'll hear from a part of that planning team uh, a little bit later. But we also, under the umbrella of missions and the Great Commission Ministry, we have uh, a the a woman's uh, missionary union, the WMU, uh, which uh, is a lot of people refer to it as uh, WMU, uh, which is led by um, um, Charmaine Evers Walker. Uh, she also leads our short-term missions team that just spent a few, a few days with you guys. Uh, um, I guess a few months ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you remember her and that team. I that do. Which I was a part. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Sister Florence was there with you guys as well. Yeah, that's right. Right. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so yes, yeah, so so those two uh, entities are very involved with uh, with missions, and they do different things. It's it's all centered around. Uh, a missions theme, but they they do uh, they do different things. Uh, and, international. Uh, what about international? That's right. And we also have an international uh, <laughs> a missions a, a team uh, led by Sister uh, Marcia Clark Burke, and they yeah. are kind of there to uh, uh, embrace the internationals in our community and in our church, and they do a very good job of doing you know of doing that you know as well. So uh, so. 
all of those entities helped to com to combine and and uh, and move forward the um, the the effort of missions and reaching reaching the lost for Christ in different ways, but and we're headed in the same direction, uh, and that same direction is to is to reach uh, people for Christ. You know, Brother Mac, it's it's, uh, it's said that uh, almost 160,000 people a day die outside of Christ. My uh, God, yes. So, so you know, just that that figure alone, you know, makes it makes us uh, uh, know and become even more aware of why we do. What we do is so important. Why you do what you do is so important. <laughs> you know, yeah. is reaching lostness for Christ. Amen. Amen. I can I can share this little tidbit. Um, uh, as you had already mentioned, uh, Sister Charmaine and uh, Sister Florence were part of the team that were with us mm -hmm. uh, here in Guatemala. Um, there was a particular woman that we went went to her home which is really when we talk about a home we're really just talking about a tin roof that's mm -hmm. basically it <laughs> um yeah. but that that woman was uh dealing with an illness and uh she actually about two weeks after the team left us uh mm -hmm. she went on to glory with the lord mm. um so when you said that 160,000 per day, yeah, you know, we're confident that that woman went to her Lord with the understanding of who he is and who she should be in him. Yeah. And to your point, it is just so critical that we don't do missions conferences or and we don't do missions uh, just to be able to talk about, well, we, we travel to this country or that country or this neighborhood or that neighborhood. There are mm -hmm. real lives out here that don't know the gospel yeah. or that many people have deemed to be unapproachable. But we who do live out Acts 1, uh, 8, we yeah. have to be the ones that will go in and let them know that Christ is real, he's mm -hmm. relevant, and that they can be a part of this beautiful kingdom family. And we mm -hmm. want to do that because we never know mm -hmm. when, you know, someone is going to depart us physically. That's so right. to make sure that we just really go to all the nations to, to let the nations know that our God truly reigns. Yeah, yes, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You pro you provoke something in me, so I'm trying to I'm trying to hold back the preacher part of me. <laughs> um, right. But but yeah, it, it is so critical. And and what I have personally gotten from the mission conference, it's a beautiful experience to be able to hear the stories of other people, whether they again are going into different countries or some that are going on college campuses, some yeah. that go into impoverished neighborhoods, mm -hmm. whatever missions looks like, missions is so diverse yeah. that yeah. Um, you don't have to get on a plane or on a boat in order to do missions. 
mistress can be walking across the street to talk to your neighbor. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. So you know, I I I know that the conference really makes that known, and and so I appreciate everything that you all do to let people know that the invitation has been extended by Christ. It's the one, in fact, more than an invitation, literally a command that this is is the one thing we have to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah, mm -hmm. so thank you so much. Um, You know, you you got me fired up now, so I'm going to do what I was supposed to do from the very beginning (laughs) and go on down. Sister Sister Florence, you got to save me from myself. I, I, I'll do my best, but I, I want to concur with what you're saying is yeah. that we definitely have to reach out. And that's the purpose of the missions conference. We want to show people just how much we can reach different areas of the world and how families are involved, how different people come together uh, with, for support. Um, just trying to spread the word of the Lord and getting um, souls, lost souls, recovering lost lost souls for Christ. So the missions conference to me is the, the, the highlight of the year. I don't care what else is going on. That is the highlight of the year for, for me and my heart because, you know, just going on a mission trip. Yes, I've been on plenty of mission trips, but it's the conference because you see so many diverse people mm-hmm. You see so many different people from different aspects of missionaries and part of the world. And it just it just gives me joy just to see just how many people are involved in uh, reaching the lost souls. So Amen. we're quite, quite excited about it. We've been planning. We plan now for next year. You Amen. Know, that, that's, Amen. How we, that's how we do it. We try to make it better each time. We try to reach out to more people and missionaries to invite them in. So we're we're pretty excited because this is our 25th anniversary. And now, as far as the missions conference, I'm in charge of the uh, tables. Each missionary has the opportunity to set up and display where they've been, any goods that they have, any words that they want to deliver, any anything that they want to offer or show or um, share with anyone at the conference. So we have plenty of tables. Um, Sometimes it's somewhere between 25 and 30 different tables. Their displays are mm, out of this world. You just just see things that you would never imagine there at the the conference and and with the uh, tables, the displays table. And they are on display the whole time, the whole weekend, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you'll have the opportunity at any time to look at the the tables and anything that the missionaries want to share. Amen. So GCM, I got to talk to you all collectively. Um, What you all don't know about Sister Flores now, now this even impressed my wife. So (laughs) (laughs) I got to hear this. Oh, you got you got to hear it. You got to hear this now. Because let me let me tell you something. When, when Myra gets impressed, you know she she's a woman that's usually a little demure, a little quiet. But when Myra gets uh, impressed with something, you know you got it going on, right? <laughs> so so with Sister Florence, it's not one specific thing, but I'll tell you that. 
she had a little bit of a health issue while she was with us. But what impressed Myra is that it didn't stop her one step from staying right in there and just Grace going on and mm-hmm. pressing on. And I, I tell you, um, the reason why I wanted to spotlight that is because on the field, there are no guarantees of anything. Yeah. You know, things happen. Uh, things that were supposed to be on the schedule have to be rearranged. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you have weather that prevents things. You have all types of occurrences going on. And the person who understands the the heart of missions, and you guys are talking about I'm going by your theme because it says a heart for the harvest. So if you have a heart for the harvest, then you've got to get out there and deal with that harvest. And part of dealing with the harvest is knowing that you've got to go through the the plantings and seeding stage and the watering stage. And it don't matter what you feel like. It matters that you continue. So I wanted to just give her some, oh. <laughs> you know, because she was just, she, she like, you never, you never really knew that yeah. anything was going on because she kept on smiling, kept on pushing and kept on encouraging. And I'm telling you guys that it was so critical because we had young people that were on that trip and they see through us, we're supposed to be setting the example so that they see that you can you can handle these things. You know, yeah. even when things don't quite work out right, you can get through it. And that's really whether again, you don't have to be in international territory. You can be anywhere, and life is just simply unpredictable. So, Sister Flores, I'm telling you, you got the 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 star. I know she'll be on later. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully I can get get my girl on. Um, but but yeah, we we so appreciate you, and we appreciate the rest of the team that was with us as well. Now we could end this tonight with what uh, Sister Flores has already shared because she's so incredible. But the, the thing about the GCM is that you you go from one incredible to another incredible. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how I've been able to survive all this incredibleness for so many years. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I, I just want to uh, have our sister Tanya, not to do what you are assigned to do tonight, but just to greet our audience and just share just a little bit uh, before we get into the the real part of this uh, chat tonight. Um, okay, thank you, Brother Mac. Um, it really is an honor to be here tonight. Um, so I am a member of Colonial Baptist Church and love it, love it, love it. And, um, you know, coming into a church that is so missions-minded, um, prior church before, I came to Colonial never mentioned, you know, about missions. And um, I think um, a couple of weeks ago, we were in a fellowship with the youth and we talked about 
how um, totally different idea of what missionaries are. We always thought that missionaries um, were, you know, people that, like you said, they always got on a plane, but coming to Colonial, I have since learned that being a missionary means right where you are. And I think that's one of the biggest um, things that I've learned. Um, I am not able to travel um, right now because I am a caregiver for my dad full time. Um, but um, Sister Myra told me um, one year that um, my dad is my mission. So um, <laughs> I, I appreciated that um, very much from her. That was an encouragement that I needed. Um, so I, I just love working um, on um, the, um, in the GCM ministry. I have learned quite a bit. And I've met some incredible people, um, you and Sister Myra, definitely. And um, yeah, I, I love working in the ministry. Um, so thank you for allowing us to come. It is it is so great to have you, uh, Sister Tanya. Um, you, you're not a stranger <laughs> to what we're doing tonight. You've done this on several occasions. It's, it's always um, just your demeanor and just your your presence on these chats that we have uh you have no idea how it actually encourages me personally but also everyone who gets an opportunity to listen because um i, I had to make some difficult choices uh when my own mother was going through dementia, I, I can share this, um, and um, I, I made decisions in that area. I was really blessed because I had uh, a facility that is not really a facility in the way that we normally imagine facilities to be, right. but a, a truly loving environment that um, we got to know the proprietors of, and now the proprietors are among our best friends. Oh, and and what has happened, even though my mother uh, just left us in uh, 2022, is um, we've continued to weekly, whether we are in uh, the place, the facility uh, live or via Zoom, we have continuously every Tuesday we've ministered to the seniors to give them an opportunity to you know hear about the Lord and we sing songs and we try to get them involved so that their minds are, are working and you know I actually teach them songs and have them sing with me and things like that and so when when you said and oh when my wife said to you that you know, your dad is your mission. She is not kidding because those uh, uh, proprietors of the place where I had my mom, I look at them mm -hmm. as missionaries because they have people going in and out because, of course, we're in the latter stages of life. And so to be able to do that and to give them the love and the comfort and I mean, when my own mother died, they cried more than I did. Mm. And, and, you know, it's, it's an incredible 
ministry that does not get all the glory, uh, does not get the accolades, but it is so critical because you're literally dealing with a society that truly cannot take care of themselves without assistance. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I want to just applaud you yeah. for doing that. Um, you know, you don't, you don't have to get on a plane to, 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 to be a part of the mission experience. It is everywhere. And that's what's so great about the GCM because the GCM gives all these opportunities to say that missions has many different looks to it. Mm -hmm. And Sister Tanya, what you're doing is just another facet of an incredible ministry that God has given to all of us. Thank you. Amen. 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 So now I, I, I want to make sure that our, our newest person here, first time with us, I want to make sure that uh, he doesn't talk too much, but that he would simply introduce himself and just share just a little bit in any direction that you want to go. So, Brother Clarence, the floor is yours. Well, well, well thank you very much. I'm, I'm honored to have, have been asked to, to be here uh, with this illustrious group uh, tonight <laughs> and, and a group that I'm, I'm, I'm well familiar with, for sure. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just thinking today uh, about uh, each each person as I understood who will be here, and a little bit of history, I suppose, about each of them. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna pick on some sports first. <laughs> now, <laughs> I can remember um, mm -hmm. this. This goes back into that uh, 2009, 2012 time frame. Uh, she came to a couple of our meetings to, to bring another member. She mm -hmm. says, I'm just coming in to observe. Uh -huh. <laughs> and at that time, we were, we needed a secretary because uh, Sister Geraldine Moore uh, uh, had to quit uh, because of her mother's illness. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And she had to be a care caregiver for her. And we were without a secretary. Mm -hmm. And so um, we, we just told her, say, why don't you take a few notes for us tonight <laughs> while, while you're just sitting here? <laughs> so she got her paper out and uh, she, she started taking some notes. And the rest is history. <laughs> and and she has served uh, in that capacity along with, I'm listening tonight, other things yeah. for, for <laughs> such a, a, a long, long, long time. Yes. Uh, we're, we're talking this uh, maybe 15 uh, or so years now. Amen. Uh, but it was that she just brought a member out of kindness. That was gave her a ride And yeah. decided that she was going to sit in on your bus. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Sister Florence, for your faithfulness uh, over all these it's years. It's been my pleasure. And, and just how, how you have blessed us uh, with all that you do. And so Tanya, we, we, we think about her is that um, had been the privilege of, of being her family deacon for, for some years. Mm -hmm. um, but the big thing for his mission is that she's like the third generation of those who serve in that capacity of uh, Piara. Mm -hmm. uh, goes back to her, 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 her aunt uh, Debbie. Yeah. Wells and mm -hmm. uh, then her aunt Debbie Wells uh, 
bless the Lord, that who is with the Lord now. Mm-hmm. Uh, then her sister Paulette. Yes. Um, her aunt Paulette, that is uh, Debbie's sister, mm-hmm. said uh, she took over uh, in that position and she brought Tanya along with her. Mm-hmm. And of course, when she was ready to give it up, uh, Tanya just stepped right in. So mm-hmm. that goes back to a, a number of years. Yeah, yeah in that in that same uh, same time frame, and uh, so what a blessing uh, they have been uh, as they continue to serve and, and to work. And lo and behold, um, <laughs> Roman Cecil, <laughs> we, could go, we could talk on and on and on. And some of you may have heard this story before, but Brother Cecil and I, we, we met originally uh, in, a, in a business transaction. Mm-hmm. This was about, about 86. And, um, and then we, we, we uh, my, my dear wife, who is, is with the Lord now, and, and I invited him and his wife uh, to Colonial. And, uh, and, and then, of course, con- and subsequently invited them to, to dinner with us. Uh, that that particular evening, and and, and so we en- enjoyed uh, our time together and uh, good conversations and that type thing, and we sort of lost each other for a bit. I think we had a few check-ins during that period of time, but uh, uh, they they were not ready to make a move to to Colonia until about ten years later, and we had moved from our present location on Old Court to our location out there on Liberty Road as we are. Mm-hmm. He came back and uh, he saw myself and saw a few others. He said, I think this is the same church. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, I suppose if he had known what he was really getting into, he might have kept going. <laughs> so yes. I know that uh, the Lord has orchestrated all of this. And uh, he came to be uh, one of our dear brothers and uh, joined me in, in missions and uh, served in, in, in as our a, a second in command uh, for, for all those years uh, leading up to the time uh, that, uh, that I, I retired uh, at the time when, when my wife, too, became ill and uh, it was necessary for me to give more time to her uh, during that time. And of course, as you know, she's with the Lord now. So, but uh, yes, it, it is it's just amazing how the Lord has just orchestrated Brother Mac so much uh, to get us to the point where we are tonight. And so we are so thankful for each person. And of course, we know your story <laughs> at this point. <laughs> uh, the Lord orchestrated and brought you there with uh, Paul and Jamila and we can leave that okay <laughs> <laughs> all right so I, i'll stop now <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah we we want to we want to give them something to, to really chop on later on right, right okay <laughs> 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 but but you know i i i um, as I said, uh, with each of you, um, it's been just amazing, uh, the relationships that have been forged and the stories that we can tell, and not just with you all, but, you know, as I always say each year, man, I just feel like I can just walk into Colonial anytime and I don't have any problems. Yeah, just- yeah. <laughs> Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. 
you guys have, you, sometimes you have uh, uh, hijacked my daughter to uh, be part of the worship uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, uh, it, it is, it's truly been a delight uh, to be a part of all of this and uh, to have you with us tonight, Brother Clarence. I mean, what do they say? It's like the cherry on top of the cake. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Um, you know, with that said, I think that this is probably just a good time. We, we're going to spotlight a little bit back on Sister Tanya as uh, she kind of gives us what is actually going on at Colonial uh, with the GCM. When is it going on? And how can our audience be a part of that, whether it's live or I believe it's also accessible via Zoom? Yes. Amen. So, Sister Tanya, take it away. Okay, that is awesome that you mentioned that. Um, We want everybody to participate. Um, Of course, we would love for everybody to come in person, but sometimes you're not able to. So um, information is available for um, those persons that are not able to attend to um, participate via Zoom. So as Brother Cecil mentioned earlier, the conference date, uh, let me start off by saying again, this is our 25th annual missions conference. And so we really want to place emphasis on that because it, it continues. It never stops. And we continue to celebrate our Lord and uh, uh, going out and, and preaching God, you know, spreading God's word. So the conference begins March 8th. Um, and that is our absolute uh, night for we, we, although we highlight it's for youth and young adults, um, we still say everyone is welcome. It is definitely um, what we call unashamed praise. It's just that there is the spoken word, um, there is a, a gospel singing, there is um, um, Christian dance, uh, Christian rap, and it's just a way to connect our young people um, with the Lord. You know, bringing in young people that may not have, you know, may not know about the Lord. So we we bring them in and it is a wonderful time um, for them to fellowship and uh, see some of the acts. Um, we are blessed to have Elder Brian Ajayi as our um, as our guest speaker for that night. Um, and so the fun starts at 6.30 p.m. and we'll um, normally it ends around 9 p.m. but this year Um, Right after the concert, there's going to be a moment of fellowship Um, in our fellowship hall where we'll serve um, some light snacks. And we just want the youth and young adults or all those who are in attendance to meet our missionaries, but to fellowship with one another and, um, you know, talk about the uh, um, what they've just seen and just to fellowship and, and connect with one another. So that is going to be Friday, the March 8th at 6.30 p.m. And then on Saturday morning, March the 9th, um, we have our workshops. And those workshops are facilitated by our guest missionaries. We're starting at 9.30 a.m. And then we will have praise and worship featuring um, Colonial Zone, um, the Pleasant Outreach Ministries. They will bless us with song. 
Um, at 10 a.m., we have Reverend Kiefer Bent, who is pastor of Berwyn Baptist Church, and he will bring us the message that morning. Um, and then uh, as the morning progresses, we'll have workshops, uh, workshops for um, adults and youth, uh, youth, uh, youth and young adults. Um, there's an international missions uh, workshop from Tim and Corinne Brown, uh, collegiate missions from, uh, for, from uh, uh, guest missionary America, Jean. Um, and guess what? We're going to serve you lunch that day because we want you to stay as well. We want you to be fed. <laughs> so we're going to serve you lunch. Um, and then as we as we continue with lunch, we're going to continue to be blessed um, with music um, by the Pleasant Outreach Ministries. And then we'll continue on with our workshops. Um, and then we'll have workshops from Doug and Sharon Martin. We have so much. I just want to make sure that everybody gets the, the full picture. Um, we also have a Saturday workshop, Awana and What We Need from Our Parents. That's a workshop for our youth. And um, just various others. We also have um, Pastor Nathan Anderson, who will be joining us, um, uh, uh, conducting a workshop. And we have just so many things. Um, also, we also want to place emphasis on the fact that children are missionaries, too. Our very own sister, Estella Gamble, along with Tom Fox and Sister Denise Morgan, will also present workshops for the children. And we never, ever want to leave out our children because, you know, that, that's important to teach them about they can be missionaries, too. Amen. Uh, Amen. Amen. Um, and then, Brother Cecil, please correct me. I think I got everything. <laughs> um, and then on Sunday morning, um, we have work uh, Sunday School of the Bible, which begins at 9. And um, this Sunday, our guest missionaries will teach our Sunday School classes. So we're looking forward to that. Um, and uh, just wanted to highlight um, our very own uh, the Mapplewains will be a part of that Sunday school. You didn't know that? Really? We're so blessed. Um, and then we have um, other um, other Sunday school classes. And then we have Sunday school for the children um, that will also take place that, that Sunday morning. And then uh, beginning at 1030 is our uh, uh, normal worship service. And our special guest speaker will be Dr. Uh, Reverend Bernard Fuller, who is pastor of New Song Bible Fellowship Church. Now, all of this to say that was a lot of information, but um, information is available on our church website at colonialbaptistch.org. Um, so please, um, if you can, if you plan to participate in the conference, we would encourage you to please register for the conference um, because it helps us not only to keep track, but to uh, take a accurate count for our lunches. And um, that is it. We are so looking forward to this 25th annual missions conference, and we pray that you'll be blessed when you come. Amen. Amen. You, you know, Mr. Tanya, you do that so well. Every year I'm just amazed because um, – I went on the website earlier today to just kind of uh, 
review all the activities going on. And when you get to the section, it has uh, MC 2024, and then you see all of these people and all of these activities. And um, mm -hmm. just to, to be able to condense that down enough for us to actually grasp all of that is just incredible to me. Um, you do such a wonderful job with that. Um, I can tell our audience that um, just being part of the unashamed praise, which in previous years, I've even uh, been part of that musically. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's one of the uh, most enjoyable times that I have throughout the conference to see the different types of ways that people express in worship. And then, uh, you know, last year, man, you guys added some, a lot of activities in there. I was worn out by the time the night was over. <laughs> um, but then going into the, the Saturday sessions, the, the different topics, um, you know, what has happened, everyone, is that over the years by having, you know, missionaries facilitate these different sessions, it has allowed someone like myself to not only meet other missionaries, but now have uh, longstanding relationships. I'll give you one in particular. You all know the Bowers. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Jim and Jennifer. Well, right yeah. now, they're in Columbia right now. Mm. Um, but the very uh, ESL uh, training that my wife is conducting while we patiently try to wait for her uh, actually is through Jennifer's ministry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, we, we all interconnect. Um, in so many ways, and um, uh, there's another missionary that comes to mind, uh, Brother Tom. Um, Bob. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we started from being just kind of just cordial to then just really getting close, um, oh. and especially you know during this past uh, past couple of years as he's gone through some you know personal things you know i'm just saying that that um what the gcm has done has just given so many opportunities to hear the gospel or experience the gospel in so many incredible ways yeah you know yeah. um someone i know very well says that there there are many fish in the sea, so it takes different types of bait yeah. in order to, to, to catch them, you know, and mm -hmm. and and that's what the GCM is all about. Then by the time we get to Sunday and um, the processional that mm -hmm. uh, I've again been a part of for so many years, and I always find it to just be so incredible to be able to see the flags of so many nations being represented and to have a whole service that is dedicated to the mission field. Um, you know, I don't think our audience 
can really understand the full impact unless they come. So I'm telling my audience right now, you guys come on, be yeah. a part of this thing. I will make sure that you guys have all the information that you need. You'll have the address for where Colonial is located on uh, uh, Liberty Road in Randallstown, Maryland. You will have the Zoom link if you're not able to attend physically. We'll make sure that you can get there. So the only reason that you don't make it is because you made the decision not to, to come, but not because we did not extend our hearts to you. So, amen. 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 So now, real quick before we bring on the the legend, the man, <laughs> the, the <laughs> I, I want to say the myth, but I don't want to put myth in there because he's very real. Um, but before we get there, um, I just want to just do a quick round robin. And this round robin is simply um, most impactful mission experience. This can be anything. It can be actually on the field. It could be at the conference. It could be within your family. So just meditate on that most impactful. And, and then not only why, uh, that is impactful, but tell us why it was impactful. And I'm going to start right with the head. Rem Cecil, I'm putting you on the spot. Yes. Well, I tell you, that spot is, is a moving spot <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's, it's really difficult to, you know, put my finger on, on like just one most impactful uh, experience. Um, I can tell you that um, I guess maybe about three years ago, we had a on a Saturday morning um, as our, con well, our, our missions conference was getting going and the workshops were were going uh, and and people were kind of moving around a little bit. And there was a young lady that walked in in the front door, walked through the the doors of the of the the church and came through the foyer. And I I was kind of moving around, you know, and 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 I saw her. She looked a little bit lost. And uh, and I and I walked up to her and I said, you know, what what you know, how can I help you? You know, and, and she said, well, I'm uh, I I think God told me to come here today because I want to be a missionary. And um, she says, I'm here. And I says, wow. I said, yeah, you are, you're in the right place. And I want to take you to someone who's going to help you uh, kind of uh, navigate what God has, is, is putting on your heart now. And I immediately knew that that person that I needed to, to, to share with her was Myra McElwain. And I took right, just walked right over to Myra McElwain and I introduced her and the rest was history. Uh, and you know that story because, yeah. you know, you guys are, are, are pretty much adopted that young lady. And uh, I, I kind of lost track of what happened with that, but that was one of the most impactful uh, moments in, uh, 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 in, in, in all of the missions uh, conferences that, that, that we've had. On another personal note, and I'm just going to mention this one other note. Um, you know, we we all probably have had some some special moments when we have introduced Christ to someone and they accepted Christ, right? Somebody, you know, actually gave their life to Christ as a result of your witness to them. Well, you know, doing that, um, um, uh, presenting the gospel uh, at 
a, a 2,500 elevation in feet in the mountains of uh, of Tanzania yeah. was was just a, a, a just a mind blowing experience, and to be able to uh, to kind of share the gospel with a young man, uh, 18 year old, uh, through an interpreter, and to have him acknowledge Christ as his personal savior, was just an experience I will never ever forget. Um, and just how God allowed me to have that kind of experience. Uh, I didn't know, you know, why God was taking me, you know, 3,000 miles away. Uh, but if it was for nothing else, uh, it was for me to have that experience and to share the word of God with that young man. So um, that was, uh, th those are two that I can readily uh, recall right from the top of my, there are many others, but but those yeah. two, uh, uh, we, we certainly will, are, are, are happy to share. Come on, Sister Florence. What you uh, got for Well, I guess uh, the couple of times that I've gone out on the mission field, um, and my last one being with you and, and Mara, and just to be able to go out and see people and meet people where they are, no, no, um, let me see, what can I say? How can I put this? You didn't have to worry about, uh, um, is this proper? You just went there to share the Lord, okay? Mm -hmm. You didn't look at how they lived, what what they were wearing or anything. We were there on a mission, yeah. and that's what we did. And, and that really resonated in me because we went, you know how far we went into the land of Guatemala, so it was, yeah. was kind of rough. It was kind of rough, but we did it because we had a purpose. We were on a mission. And mm. that right there really showed me what it is to be a missionary. You don't sleep in no good hotel. You don't, you know, you, you don't have all the modern things. You go there to be a missionary, to spread the word of God, Amen. not to make judgment on anyone and not to look down on anyone. You're there to... Uh, on for purpose. So that's what I, I, I really appreciate. And that resonated a lot in me that, that particular year. Amen. And I, I can speak uh, a little bit to that as well, because the area of Guatemala that we live in is definitely considered to be the dry desert part of the country. And uh, almost anywhere you go, you are going to be on walking on uh, rocks and hills, a lot of hills, uh, up and down hills and everything like that. So you you have to be a, a, in shape a little bit um, oh, yeah. to be able to do those things because I'll, I'll tell you, now you guys didn't even go as far as, as you could have, but, but there, there are people so far down you know, of course, it's easy to easier to walk down, but then you got to come back come up. Come back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that coming back up? That, that's the struggle. Um, bless you. But yeah. Um, uh, so uh, definitely, um, you know, what she's talking about is is very, very, very real. Uh, what what I have been doing over the past month. Um, on Sunday mornings, I have been going into those communities with my son on hell. And we have been uh, specifically targeting men uh, to, because uh, quite frankly, the men 
do not go to the the church building. Right. Um, so we we're out there trying to meet the men where they are for the sake of the kingdom. So um, again, I appreciate uh, everything that you did uh, while you were here with us. And uh, don't be a stranger. The, the invitation is always open. Thank you. So, so you know. Sister Tanya thought that maybe her evening was over, that maybe that we would just bypass her now that she did the hardest part of this whole session, giving out all that information. But no, no, we call you out, my sister, because there is a story there as well. And please share with us. Um, so as I've mentioned, it's um, been a little difficult for me. I um, in trying to get on a missions trip, but I would have to say that um, I think first, one of the things that is most impactful for me is meeting all the missionaries that I've, um, that I've met. Um, we have, I've been with the missions team, I would say since 2007, 2008, and I have heard many of the missionary journeys and many of um, the impacts that they have made um, around the world and not just around the world, but again here. Um, so I would think that the most impactful thing for me is knowing again that um, I know God has it in store for me to go on a missions trip, whether it's here or abroad. I mean, we have um, done um, actual work at a, a church where we Went and we spent the day um, in the community helping the church um, to rebuild, to, to, to paint, to, um, so that they could open in a community. But at any point, you had to be ready to share the gospel. Um, if, um, you know, because there were people coming by, what are you doing? How are you doing? You know, what is this? You know, and then sharing that. So um, I would have to say that was most impactful for me. It wasn't the the easiest of circumstances. It was probably 200 degrees outside, but we were happy <laughs> and we were serving God. We were yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we, we did a lot of work, but, but I have to say that was probably one of the most impactful things for me because people were coming up and they were asking questions about what was going on and there was space over on the side where you know they were able we were able if you if you happen to speak with someone and talk about the love of God but um yeah I, I am uh, just excited to see what God has in store for me as far as you know actually going um, on a missions trip someday Thank but you. until then um, I'm gonna be a missionary right where I am there you <laughs> go you need it. You need it. Highly need it. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all a quick one for me because I can't ask the question, then I uh, also give my own response, and then after I finish, then we're gonna let the man of the hour. We're gonna we're gonna spotlight him because I know he's chomping at the bits. He was already trying to tell some of the stuff. <laughs> I, you know, I, I had to slow him down. You know? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know, once he, what, what you, what, what the, the songwriter said, once you get started, it can't stop. You know, we, we, we had to slow, we had to slow the train down a little bit. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, 
like uh, Reverend Cecil said, uh, you know, I could tell you some incredible stories about the different places that I've been, been privileged to travel over, gosh, 20 years or so, something like that. Um, but I had an impactful situation that actually took right, took its place right in Baltimore City. Actually, not Baltimore City. Let's just say uh, uh, in the Baltimore area or the, the Maryland area, excuse me. Um, so a lot of things that I don't necessarily share with colonial or other people um, because, you know, sometimes when you, you tell people about all the things you might be involved with, some people might think that you're getting the big head and, and everything like that. And I don't ever want to put on that, you know, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm anything other than a servant. Um, but the, my ministry through the Lord took me for quite a few years to Brockbridge Correctional Facility. Mm -hmm. And on Saturday nights, I had the honor to be part of a team of other ministers that went in to share the gospel. And I also had an opportunity to also share the music ministry with uh, those uh, inmates. And I've got to tell you that that was one of the most fulfilling experiences that I've ever had in ministry period. Um, because there were a lot of heart and hearts mm -hmm. in places like that. And uh, many times we were encouraged not to get too close to uh, the, the inmates but you know, God has a plan. Yeah, and in God's plan, um, touch and being able to reach out and connect is essential in order to uh, demonstrate his love to people who don't know who he is yeah. or have turned away from him. And I'll just give you one particular inmate, and I will call him by name because I know he won't mind, but I met a, a, a young man by the name of Robert B. Coates. And Robert B. Coates, uh, man, even in the, the facility, he had a heart to serve. And this man, every time I walked in there, uh, he showed me so much love and so much encouragement and I really got to know him as I got to know many of them um, and here's where it really gets exciting and this is the impact you don't know you never know 
what you might do or what you might say that makes a difference in someone's life. Amen. Yeah. That's right. But that same Robert B. Coach would not remain an inmate forever. And that man is not only out of prison, hmm. but that man is now a deacon in a church. And he's loving the Lord and still serving the Lord in such an incredible way. And I don't see him as often, but when I do, it is just, it's just a reminder. You just don't know who you're touching. So, you know, Tanya, you know, you don't know, even in what you said, you say, I, I haven't really gotten on a plane to go anywhere. You don't have to go anywhere. Amen. It's, 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 it's all around. Just, it's all about just being available in whatever capacity God has given you that availability and that access. It is so key. I, I would say for me, if, if you're talking about a missionary talking to someone who's considering being a missionary or considering, uh, you know, advancing in ministry period. Mm -hmm. Guys, you can have the entire Bible memorized. You could be able to exegete with the best of them. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you guys, if you would just go out and to just share your words of encouragement in love. Isaiah is the one that says in Isaiah 6, you know, here am I, Lord. Send me when God is calling out, you know, who will go for us? Mm -hmm. We yeah. have to be the ones to say, I'm yeah. here. I'm, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Send me. And that's what in, in your impact statements, that's what you literally have allowed yourselves to do is to be part of that ministry that builds kingdoms. Yeah. You, 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 can, you, you can be able to, you know, whirl the Bible around and, and, and throw out things and, and, and be able to, to be deep. But, you know, when you capture people with the heart mm -hmm. of Christ, you have won souls forever. Amen. And and that's that's my man Robert B. Code. I'm sorry I went a little long with that, but <laughs> such an incredible story for me. Impact. And and that's what we want to see. And and one of the reasons, lastly, and I'm I'm gonna turn it over to uh uh Brother Clarence, but one of the reasons why I don't just go all over the place, I, I focus on places and the places I, I focus on, I have uh, been to multiple times, sometimes annually, because we're building relationships that that are just as important to me as the ones that I have, you know, in the the state of Maryland or in the United States. These these relationships are powerful and incredible for me personally, and I know that you all can say the same thing. So yeah. before I go again, before I go preacher mode, um, I want to go ahead now, uh, Brother Clarence. Now I'm giving you 
the liberty that I can give you through Christ. You can be free now. You can say what you need to say. I want you to get it off your chest, whether oh, it's about goodness. the mission field, whether it's about uh, the thing that you were getting ready to share about us. Uh, whatever you need to do, sir, the floor is yours. Oh, man, I tell you, that is that is terrific. <laughs> I, I do realize. I do realize too that our time is is getting a little bit uh, getting a little bit late here. Yes, uh, it's uh, like eight twenty five. But yeah, it has it has been a, a joy um, over the years. Um, how the Lord um, uh, brought me into missions as we as we have it now. Um, uh, and and ninety seven. Um, uh, when uh, uh, the Lord had blessed me to be able to to have an early retirement, and um, and so uh, I was being asked uh, in in several areas of of doing certain things, and uh, I thought I was pretty busy already uh, with things. But um, uh, Pastor and uh, Brother Mel Pride at that time, who was the chair of the deacons. Uh, uh, Pastor had talked about uh, the, the, the way that he would like to see missions set up. The missions at Colonial uh, were pretty much under the deacons uh, prior to that time. We had mission churches, about five or six of those that we oversaw. And um, we had uh, some some missionaries who ran out on short terms, uh, some students, and, and we brought in some missionary pastors, uh, young people during the summer and things of that sort. But we have never had a uh, mission set up under the basis of um, that that pastor had of actually bringing missionaries in. As you know, we are part of the Southern Baptist Church and so we support through our corporate program uh, missionaries, um, uh, some 3,000 3, plus uh, missionaries. Uh, mm -hmm. At that time, I think we were really probably about 5,000 or so. But um, so his idea is that he wanted to have missionaries to, to be able to come in so we can touch and feel and and be right with them, be in our homes uh, and all that type thing. So it was that whole new process for, for Colonial and, and for us uh, as, a, as a whole. But um, we, we, we did take on that challenge and uh, and, and thank the Lord um, in that two in that 97 time frame and so the fast forward in a, a bit um, uh, Reverend Mitch McCraw who was uh, our missions uh, and evangelism pastor on staff uh, pastor gave him responsibility of putting together our first missions conference uh, which was in 99. And of course, that was um, that was done. We we had uh, uh, a tremendous time. It was a a three day weekend. It was the Palm Sunday weekend uh, in March of um, March of uh, ninety nine, and um, it just sort of set the tone uh, going forward uh, for missions conference at, at Colonial, and thus we are now celebrating twenty five years of doing it. Amen. And uh, of course, uh, as we, and I and I know most of you all remember Brother Mitch McCraw, 
Uh, Brother Mac may, 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 have, may not have met him, no, but no, no. Uh, he left in, um, in that early part of uh, 2000s to go into an international closing ministry. Mm-hmm. He felt the Lord was calling him into that area. And 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 of course, uh, uh, and of course, since I was the missions director, uh, the responsibilities of continuing on the missions conference uh, fell to me. Mm-hmm. And of course, we, we did take the challenge uh, along with all the helpers uh, that uh, at that time. Um, at that time, Brother Cecil was on, so so he joined with me. Mm-hmm. And and so and, and happened to to move uh, this process move this process forward, and we thank the Lord for all that He has done. I think one of the one of the big things that we had during that time was a, a challenge of actually getting missionaries uh, to come. Mm-hmm. And one era avenue that we worked through was the uh, W. Uh, what was the uh, ABWE? Mm-hmm. We have what we call the prefuelers. And it was amazing how they operate so much different from the Southern Baptists and so much that each of them has to go out and raise their own funds. Mm-hmm. And, and some of them, of course, had children. And uh, I remember one family, I think it had eight children. <laughs> and, and they were still out there knocking on doors, going from, going from family to family, going from house to house, church to church, uh, trying to raise funds. So what a, what a blessing and what a journey this has been. Uh, over over this this period of time, and uh, so are we going to uh, Sister Barr? You think it's going to be coming, or you want me to continue on in that? We no, just go ahead. Um, oh, okay, yes, yes. So um, so we can talk a, a little bit about how we um, how we met Sister Mara. We we met her through and by Sister Alice Gaskin. Uh, she was a friend of hers. I think they had worked at Social Security uh, together. And uh, she came to us and said, well, you know, I would like for you all to consider uh, supporting a, a, a friend of mine. And uh, she said that she has uh, uh, naturally been in Guatemala. She has uh, been there for, for some time. And, and she uh, is, is raising funds and those type things. So we uh, we did uh, have opportunity uh, to invite her, and she came to our missions conference. There we we met with her, had a consultation with her. We got her to fill out the application, and thus we did begin to to, to support her uh, uh, to an extent that we could, along with uh, many others that we were actually supporting as well. And so that was uh, in that. Um, uh, 2008, 2009 time frame. So we were just so so delighted uh, for, for, for all of that. And then lo and behold, um, I was still in that 2010 or 2011 time frame. We, um, uh, Paul and, and Jamila, uh, we got in t- we, we found out about them through, through another Alice, uh, through an Alice Brown. Uh, when she was at a musical, and uh, I believe Jamila sang there, and and she was invited, and and Paul to come to our, to our missions conference. And along that same line, I believe another young man came, hmm. Brother Max, came along with him, 
I think he was coming at that time just to try to, to be inquisitive. <laughs> but, <laughs> on to him, I believe. Now, of course, that, and the big story is that all that didn't happen there, even though I'm sure he must have had some eyes looking out around. <laughs> but the, the big thing did not happen until um, he had sent me an email. He said to me, he says, look, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling, so, uh, uh, feeling that I want to do some computers, send some computers down to Guatemala. And I said, yes, you know, I tell you, we actually have a missionary down there already that we are supporting. And, and man, next thing I know, I guess the contacts begin to flow and all the connections begin to come about. And next thing I know, that was some kind of romance that was going on. And, and, as we say, the rest is history, huh? That's history. I'm a, yeah, what a what what a blessing uh, that that has that has been and been just so happy uh, so happy for them and how the Lord has brought them together with their two ministries and how they they serve together um, and, and and even serve separately as they continue to to keep their their two ministries going uh, intertwining and then and separate as well so. Blessings and, and congratulations uh, to you. I, I know you all be celebrating what eleventh of March. March, yes, March eleventh, the Monday after the conference. Right, the Monday after the conference. That that's correct. So you be be celebrating a, a great uh, birth. I mean, anniversary uh, time frame, and so we uh, we look forward to your being with us, but also celebrating uh, your your anniversary as well. So much, much we could say and much we could go on, but uh, I, I believe that we'll stop here unless, unless there are some special questions that you want me to address. No, no, I, I really just wanted you to share. And uh, I will tell you as well, uh, I know that 25 is a big number for you guys, and mm -hmm. I'm excited for your 25, but the number seven is exciting to me because <laughs> yes, it will yes. be seven years. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that I've been married to Myra Deborah. Yes. That's so cute. No, I was gonna say, look, we we've been we've been we've been uh you know at night we 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 look at each other say still still hanging on, still hanging on. We're just trying to we're just trying to get to that to that number. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Bless oh, the Lord. Amen. 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 Rem C, so I'm, I'm because we are uh, a little over, but um, I just want to give you the opportunity to just kind of close us out in your own way. And before you do that, just to my adoration audience, I, I pray that uh, you have seen the love and the camaraderie that we all have one with another. It is my honor every year to share that love and camaraderie with you all because it's so important uh, to demonstrate the true love of Jesus Christ. And I definitely can say that I have the true love of Jesus Christ with every individual 
on this chat. And lastly, that I want to encourage you to seriously look at the information that I presented to you. You have the uh, church address, the date. You have the Zoom link, password. You have everything that you need. Don't just keep it for yourselves. Pass it on. Keep Amen. it going so that we can have a full house Friday, Saturday, into Sunday. With that, Reverend Cecil, you can close us out in your own way. Okay. Thank you so much again, uh, Brother Mac. Uh, we, uh, we are always uh, so appreciative of you extending this opportunity to us. And uh, you mentioned the word relationship, you know, earlier, and, and it really is about relationship. You know, Jesus was very relational um, and he set the example for us. And when we are able to develop the kind of relationships that we've been able to, to, to do by God's grace, you know, over the years, this is what we get. <laughs> You know, this is this is the outcome, you know, of all of that, and uh, and it's just such a wholesome experience. Uh, I I mentioned that there are several entities uh, that that make up the missions or, or Great Commission uh, ministry, and one of them I did not mention, and uh, uh, I, I hope I can get back in the door uh, tonight, okay? Uh, because the one I did not mention was a a pantry. You know, the pantry falls uh, under the, the, the missions at Colonial, too. And my wife, Karen, along with uh, Lisa Broadway, uh, they they uh, managed uh, uh, what we call the pantry on the go. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, that pantry on the go does a, a free food giveaway uh, every uh, third Wednesday of the month, which was today. That was earlier today. And my body is telling me about that as a, as a result of all of the running around. You know today, uh, but but they were able to distribute uh, 125 plus boxes Amen. of fresh food, you know, to people uh, throughout the course of that uh, of today, and uh, so that's that's a great a part of uh, of the Great Commission ministry as well. Uh, we also uh, do a Great Commission ministry prayer uh, every uh, a missions prayer on the fourth Thursday of each month of uh, brother Mac and you you've been a part of that you and, and Myra have been a part of that over the years as well um and so so we're actually going to be doing that tomorrow night at 6 30 and that's zoom as well and 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 if anyone is interested you could always go to colonialbaptistch.org to get that zoom link um and uh this this Thursday night tomorrow night we'll have uh, uh Ricardo Gamble who is uh, with uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA. He's the uh, Baltimore City area rep. So we'll be hearing from him and we'll be praying for him. And, and as we talk about prayer, one of the most important things that, and I know you know about this, uh, one of the most important things that, that come about when we talk to missionaries about, you know, what can we do? You know, how can we support you, right? And typically the first thing that comes out of their mouth is pray for us. And so, you know, there's been so much about going and, and we, 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 we hope and, and wish that every uh, a born again believer could go on mission. Uh, but that mission could be at, at home. It could be across the street. You know, it could be in the uttermost parts of the world. But if you can't go, you can always pray. Amen. Uh, if you can't go, you can always give. 
missionaries uh, require a uh, being on mission requires funding. You know, there's no no bones about it. You know, and I know quite often a missionaries who depend on uh, a generous contributions from from individuals uh, uh, to can sometimes be reluctant. You know, to uh, to extend that offer for people to give. And I, I always consider it an opportunity to yeah. be able to give to missionaries. It's not a chore, um, but it's an opportunity to give to support um, uh, the Great Commission. So if you can't go, you can give. Amen. You can't, you can't go, always pray. So I'd just like to leave that with everyone. And, uh, and certainly uh, uh, the last point is to encourage everyone to attend our missions conference uh, this, this year. Again, it's March 8th. Ninth and tenth, uh, we, we're going to have some some really uh, dynamic um, uh, uh, missionaries and missionary presentations and speakers. You notice I did not interrupt Sister Tanya uh, <laughs> because she always has the details. So even though she said, "Brother Cecil," she's got it. <laughs> you know, so I I leave her alone with the, with the details. Uh, but uh, and, and we are so grateful for her and Sister uh, uh, Florence being with us tonight. Uh, thank you, Brother Clarence, uh, so much, uh, who's been um, uh, such a mentor, you know, for me, you know, over the years. And, and Brother Mac, there were times that I might have been a little bit resistant, uh, but Brother Clarence yoked me up under his under his arm. He, he, he brought me along anyway. You know, I'm blessed for it. I'm just I'm Amen. just blessed for it. Uh, he and uh, he and his wife, uh, Sister Tina, they were just godsends to us and my family. Amen. Uh, they Amen. were the first family that invited us into their home when we moved to uh, to this area. Wow! Uh, I will never ever, you know, forget um, the, the the godly hospitality, you know, that they showed to us, and uh, it was all for uh, for a reason. So, thank you again, uh, brother, uh, uh, brother Mac. I just like to mention also, hey, look, you know, there's a lot going on uh, in the world of missions, right? Um, yeah. The International Mission Board just uh, um, commissioned about 70 new missionaries that are going to be going out on the field. You know, praise God for that. Uh, even here locally, um, some of you may be familiar with Manchester Baptist Church. Uh, they do a missions conference that's coming up on the 16th, the very next Saturday, you know, after us. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Joel Kurtz and uh, the Garden Church and One Hope. They do a mission conference the Saturday before us. So, you know, we, we they support us. We want to support them. And we encourage everyone to uh, kind of get on the bandwagon. It's that time of the year. Uh, March is Missions Month at Colonial Baptist Church. Amen. We celebrate uh, missions throughout the course of the month. We celebrate it throughout the course of the year. But every Wednesday night, Pastor Anderson gives up um, his time uh, for, for prayer and Bible study, even though it's going to change a little bit this year, but uh, every Wednesday during the month of March, we will have a missions moment by a different missionary. And Brother Matt, you and Sister Myra, uh, you're up front. I think you're the first one, I believe, uh, yeah. uh, in just a couple of weeks. So we're looking forward to hearing from you guys about how God is doing so many things in your life and and, and how we can continue to support you as well. So um with that, um, we, uh, again, just want to thank you and give it back to you, Brother Mac. Amen. Well, actually, I'm going to give it back to you, sir, to just uh, give us our closing prayer. And then 
uh, bid a fond adieu. It's been a great night, everyone. Yeah, I'm you. just so thankful for each and every one of you. Mm, thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's uh, let's look to the Lord. Lord Jesus, we uh, we thank you uh, that we are able uh, to be here tonight. Uh, God, we have gathered together um, to sh share um, about missions and all that you're doing uh, in, in missions throughout the world. And, and, and God, particularly uh, what you're doing uh, through uh, the missions ministry and efforts here at Colonial Baptist Church. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be able to walk with you and to talk with you and to be able to share the, the living word of Christ uh, with those who need to hear it and those who are, are, are lost. We thank you for your gift of the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray that you will continue to fill us with your spirit. And, and we just pray that we will be full of grace, full of the joy, and full of peace, O oh Lord Jesus, because of your presence that is within us. God, as we depart from each other now, uh, we pray that we will never depart from you. And we pray that your spirit's power will continue to produce fruit within our lives, that we may be able to share uh, with others who need to hear the living word of gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for Jesus Christ, the Lord of our lives. And God, for him, we give you honor, we give you praise, and we thank you for Brother Mac and Sister Myra so much and, and all that you're doing in their lives. And God, we just pray that you will continue to bless them and that uh, your grace and mercy will continue to follow them and that that same grace and mercy will continue to be with us as we live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.